coming up on BBP News, a suspected China spy balloon was spotted over the United States. President Biden is giving his State of the Union address tomorrow. Gas prices are back up and oil profits may play a huge factor. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. It's Monday morning. It's February 6th. We're here once again to start off your week. And Chris, before we get into anything, start us off in the normal Monday morning fashion by giving us the weather headed into this week. In Los Angeles, California, it is clear 68. In Houston, Texas, it is partly cloudy 74 degrees. In Chicago, Illinois, it is mostly cloudy 41 degrees. And in New York City, it is mostly clear 48 degrees. Well... That's a huge change. Dramatic change. Yeah, dramatic. We're sitting here. Okay, so we're recording this a bit early, right? Of course. It's five degrees here. Five. Uh, How's that heat wave over there? Because for me, it's three degrees. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's pretty intense right now. So to go from three degrees, five degrees, all the way back up to close to 40 and almost 50 even. Uh, Mother Nature, I don't are get you it. okay? Yeah. <laughs> It's beyond my understanding. I'm not going to try and comprehend it. I'll leave that to the professionals. Like the meteorologists. Exactly. And I've been told repeatedly I'm not a meteorologist, Nick. So. Well, you know, you still give the weather quite magnificently. Uh, I would like so to So we're appreciative so. of that. But uh, we got some news to get into. Starting of off with the Pentagon has been tracking a suspect China high altitude surveillance balloon over the northern part of the United States for the last few days. It was reportedly over Montana on Wednesday and Thursday. This isn't like a normal balloon. This is the size of about three buses. At this time, this is also not the first time the Chinese have done this. It has happened over the last several years under other administrations. While the balloon's current flight path carries it over, quote, a number of sensitive sites, a Pentagon official said that it does not present a significant intelligence gathering risk. The balloon is assessed to have, quote, limited additive value from an intelligence perspective. And China did respond on Friday to the matter, saying that the balloon was a civilian airship used for meteorological purposes. They also say that they regret the, quote, unintended entry of the balloon into the United States. It is worth mentioning that the U.S. military did eventually decide to shoot this balloon down, but not until it left the continental United States and entered the Atlantic Ocean, taking it out with one shot from a fighter jet. China has responded to the shooting down of the balloon, saying that it reserves the right to take further action on this as it violates international norms. Tomorrow, February 7th, President Biden will be delivering his yearly State of the Union address to the American people. This is a yearly tradition where the president delivers a message to the entire nation and the legislative body. In this speech, he lays out what he wants to see being done for the country in the upcoming year, along with his priorities. And everyone that is currently elected to office, the Supreme Court, and the entire cabinet attend this speech, except for one person who will be sent to Camp David for national security reasons. This year, President Biden's speech will begin around 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will, of course, be televised on all major news stations and on C-SPAN, along with the White House YouTube page. 
It is also a tradition for the opposing party to deliver what's known as a rebuttal speech. That speech does not happen in front of the joint session of Congress, but it is often televised. It is an opportunity for the opposing party to respond to the president's speech and give their own vision for the pathway forward. We just learned on Thursday that newly elected Arkansas governor and former White House press secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be the one to deliver the rebuttal this year. It is also tradition to have special guests attend to hear what the president has to say. We learned that the parents of Tyree Nichols and the man who disarmed the suspect on the Monterey Park shooter have been invited to the State of the Union. The brutal beating of Nichols by Memphis police and the mass shooting at a dance hall in Monterey Park, California this month has renewed calls for police and gun control measures. The Congressional Black Caucus invited the Nichols family, Brandon Say, the man who disarmed the Monterey Park shooter, at a dance hall in Alhambra, California, minutes after the gunman killed 11 people and wounded at least nine more at the first sight, was invited to the State of the Union address by Representative Judy Chu of California. Have you noticed gas prices are starting to go back up once again? The national average for a gallon of regular is $3.50. That is $0.29 higher than one month ago and $0.10 higher than a year ago. And experts say it is possible that the price will hit the $4 a gallon again this year. So you might be wondering what is going on. Well, there is stuff going on with the oil supply and big stuff going on with oil production profits. First, we'll talk about the oil supply. The U.S. Energy Administration says that as of last week, the U.S. is pumping more than 12 million barrels of oil a day, which is 600,000 more a day than we were pumping a year ago. But it is not enough with the oil prices going back up and oil refinery issues are coming from the December winter storms and the refineries are preparing for the maintenance that slows things down. Plus, yesterday, the European sanctions on Russian oil went into effect. But now let's talk about oil company profits and brace yourself. These numbers are staggering. They're huge. They're record setting. ExxonMobil made $12.8 billion in just the fourth quarter of 2022. That is October to December. Their annual profits were $59.1 billion. Now we look at Shell who made $9.8 billion in the fourth quarter of 2022. Annually, they made $39.9 billion. Finally, we look at Chevron, who made $6.4 billion in the fourth quarter of 2022. And annually, they made $36.5 billion. I know these numbers can be hard to comprehend, Nick, because they are just such large numbers. But I find it easier to comprehend things when I put things into what I could buy with that amount of money. Because what other way is to comprehend something like that? No, I, I have to agree with all that. It's huge. These numbers are absolutely staggering, like I said before. And combined, combined, we're looking at $135.5 billion with all these companies together. So with $135.5 billion, with that money, you could buy 1,935 jets or 11,000 large private islands. And if you are not into that idea of jets or private islands, there is one thing that I think Nick particularly would be happy with purchasing. Now, this has my curiosity peaked. What could possibly pique my interest like this? Well, based off of the 2022 evaluations, you could buy almost every NFL team. 
you could buy 31 out of the 32 teams. The one team you could not buy is the Cowboys. Wow. 31 out of 32 NFL teams. Again, these yeah. numbers are out of this world. $135.5 billion. Jets, private islands, NFL teams, whichever you name it. aspect you, know, you want to look at this from. I would from. buy a few boats, but... Yeah. The former vice president will have his home searched by the FBI. Currently, the DOJ and the Pence team say they are trying to sort out a date to when the FBI could go to his Indiana home to conduct the search. Pence announced last week his team found documents dating back to his vice president days in his Indiana home, and his lawyers say that he did not know that they were there. $8, that's how much the maximum late fees could be on your credit card if the Biden administration gets its way. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau proposed new regulations that would require that banks that issue credit cards to lower the penalties on missed payments to no more than $8. As of right now, these fees can be as much as $41. And of course, the banking industry hates this idea and says that by doing this, it would actually encourage people to make late payments and ultimately hurt their credit. The Bureau is doing this in reaction to the president's push to lower fees, and they say they have the legal authority to make this change happen without Congress. They say they do not need Congress because of a law passed back in 2009, and if you have an opinion on this change, the Bureau wants to hear from you, and the public comment period is open for the next 30 days. The Bureau hopes to have this new rule rolled out by the end of the year. Getting into rapid news, Representative AOC and other Democrats denounced the Republican vote to remove Ilhan Omar from the House Foreign Affairs Committee. And according to reports, Manhattan prosecutors are using the threat of additional charges in an attempt to get the cooperation of Alan Weisselberg, the former CFO of the Trump family business, in their criminal investigation into the business. Nick, what do you got for this Monday morning good news? All right. So for my good news story today, we have uh, a very interesting one. Uh, that's all I can really say about this. So it definitely doesn't start out well as a 57-year-old woman from New Hampshire ended up falling asleep at the wheel of her car while on the highway. So, you know, it, obviously not good. The car's out of control. She's asleep at the wheel. She's still going. The car's accelerating. But Adolfo Molina, a Dominican man who was driving by at that time, happened to see what was going on, jumped out of the car, stopped his car, jumped out, and started chasing after this woman's car in an attempt to slow it down, stop it, and just minimize the damage in any way he could. He tried catching up to it and grabbing onto the door handles. He did catch up to it, by the way. He did manage to catch up to the car. Mind you, again, this woman, while she was asleep, was still pressing on the gas, so the car was still still accelerating it was still moving and he was still able to catch up to it tried to use sticks someone else eventually came along and tried to help as well and they were eventually able to get it to stop pushing it enough into guardrails to slow it down a little bit and it did eventually hit a divider now the woman who fell asleep we don't know why she fell asleep at the wheel of it was for unknown reasons she was transferred to the hospital and reports do say that she is okay and he hopes to meet her someday adolfo molina wants to meet this woman and you know just have a full conversation and he's you know obviously 
hailed as a hero. He's hailed as a hero for this. And just the fact that he was able to minimize uh, the damage and potentially very likely save this woman's life because you never know what could have happened if he had not intervened, if he had not tried to literally run to catch up with a moving car. Um, it, it just could have been so much worse. The damage could have been worse. The woman may not have survived. Others may not have survived. So the fact that he was able to think so quickly to stop the car, jump out, chase after the car, get, try to get a hold of the door handle, you know, stop it with the sticks. Um, and the fact that someone else came over to help as well. It's just a truly heroic story. And I love this. I love heading into this week like this absolute heroism nick that is an awesome good news story and it really makes everyone so happy sending us right into this work week uh that is the end of this monday morning news episode nick will be back here tomorrow with another eye on the ball episode and then of course wednesday and idiots in the news until then everybody enjoy this start to your work week bye guys